Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. It's Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, tell 20 people to go to the radio show here or go to Randy Adams' Facebook. Watch my show live. Uh, it's on from 9 to 10 on Saturday mornings. Um, but let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you the praise and the glory for the ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, bodies. So you just continue to bless us with. Help us to be the best. Help us understand what's going on in this world. Help us be open-minded with common sense. And help us vote the Bible. Help us to see the truth, know the truth, love the truth, and understand the truth. In this day and every day, help me to be the best I can, to be the best mentor I can. And help me to glorify you, what I do and how I do it. And ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, listeners, uh, we're going to talk about, I hope I talk about leases. I hope I don't forget. Let me borrow that red pen there, very <laughs> highlight that so I don't forget it. Because, man, I've had a bunch of calls on leases. And the people argue with me because they have the desire to have a new car. And, man, the commercial sounds so good. You just pay this easy down payment. You just pay these easy payments, and you just give it back to us. Well, we'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about um, titles. Oh, I'm still getting calls on title. I had a lady call me on a title that it's a duplicate title, and it's out of state, and things get worse after that. So, But anyway, um, I teach the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business, and that's what I want to do. I want to teach you. I want you to inform you know, and I explain this as a football game. Um, you're walking in on the Dallas Cowboy Stadium or, or Arizona Cardinals. Barry, Barry's an Arizona Cardinal fan. And, uh, hey, I saw Kingsbury, his forerunner, to go to Texas Tech. And I knew his mother well before she passed and his dad and family and uh, got lots of good stories. And, man, he's his dad's a man of God and an awesome man. And, you know, and uh, – He's head coach, and he's prospered and done well. And I watched him all through high school, New Braunfels High School, you know. And so um, a lot of neat stuff. I've experienced a lot in my life. I really have. Good morning, Donnie. No auction today. Oh, I forgot I need to call and talk to uh, our boy down there and see what's going on. Greg, you're in, and you're in Michigan. Uh, hey, Trump's done great in Michigan. He's got some of the factories going back. He's got jobs coming back. And here we're in this – if you don't think this is not the most important election of ever, and I do believe that, because if not, we're going to have communism. We're going to have communism ruling. Where I got communism in San Antonio, the mayor and the judge are pure communist, and so they want to control you. They want everything to to be. Yeah, hey, they did have a good auction, and uh, the next one's on 29th. That's a Thursday night. Thursday night auction, that's pretty cool. Hey, I might be able to run down for that if I'm not tied up with redoing my house. I buy houses. I flip houses. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly in cars, trucks, and houses. Um, I'm building a team of uh, of people, and so we, we're going to flip houses and do some stuff. I've got some great construction people. I've got great designers. I've got a, a, a close friend of mine. She's a great designer. We had 
we've had some discussions later on some stuff and or lately let's put that away and so but uh i want to be productive i'm 71 years old and i've made good choices all my life but the reason i'm prosperous is car dealers are prosperous why because they don't take the huge losses you do on a vehicle does that make sense why do car dealers have money why some of these dealerships are 50 and 100 million yeah, there's a dealership sold $100 million in this town recently, and no dirt. Hey, the new owner's paying leases and, and rent. So, I mean, what can you figure on that deal? I mean, they're not cash cows. They're tremendous cash cows. And why do car dealers are successful? Because they don't take the huge loss you take on a vehicle. Uh, talking to a gentleman at listens to my show, but I tell you what, he got outside his boundaries. You know, I mean, we all have boundaries, you know, and, and we all have opportunities, and we all have, um, what can you afford? I mean, even the the radio people now are using me. I mean, I've seen this. I've been on air for six years. They A lot of car dealers listen to me and get ideas from what I'm saying, and then they put it in their ads. Oh, easy deal. You'll be in and out of here in five minutes. Well, they, they I think they said an hour on this one dealership. A friend of mine went to that dealership. They had the exact car he wanted, and six hours later he finally walked out and didn't buy the car. Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. Barry, you forgot me. 210, oh, okay, 210-340-9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. It's amazing how many times that there's a question. And, and Carlos calls in. He does a great job because he knows so many people. He wants to help so many people, and he's learning so much. And, you know, he's a giver, not a taker. I mean, the car car business is pure taking. Ninety-nine percent of car dealers are liars or takers, and and that's 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 figures from people who have been in the business, not Randy Adams. That's people quoting from there. Hey, there we already have a phone call, Barry. So that's people calling in, and, and I mean, and I've talked to so many people. I want to hear from you. I want to understand. Just like leases, I've got this guy that argued with me and argued with me and argued with me, and then I said, now listen. Uh, you, you know, you want a new car, and you're not turning loose of the idea. You're trying to reward yourself. You're trying to convince yourself. Dave Ramsey says nobody should ever lease a car, none. And I, and they make fifteen to twenty percent on the car. George, they make fifteen percent. Go ahead, George. How you doing? This is Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell. Good. Yes, sir. Yeah, listen, I've I've got a 2011 Toyota Corolla, and uh, I need to do some some uh, some brake work in the front and front end work, and the guy says it's going to cost me about five or six hundred dollars to get that done. So my my question is, do you think I should try to sell it bef- before fixing it or sell it? How how safe it? is it? You want to sell oh. you, you want to sell a safe car. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's got that it's got that grindy noise. You know, the, the brakes need to be fixed. In front. Pa- you know, pads. Um, I got pads put on Alexander Wright's vehicle. I think it ran somewhere around a hundred dollars. 
100 to 110, and we put good quality pads on her because he was keeping the car. So, I mean, for $110, $120, you should be able to. And I've got a guy in, San, in New Braunfels that'll do it and drive it up there. And he'll knock it out in no time at all. I well, lease him the bill. If I was to, if I was to, you know, get it ready, and there may be, there may be a few other things. You know, in other words, it's a good car. It runs good. It's got about one hundred and sixty-five thousand miles on it. Uh, what do you think I can get for for two two thousand eleven Toyota? Uh, one hundred and sixty thousand miles, five to six thousand. Really? Yep. Yeah, those are great oh. cars. There's a lot of life left to it, especially if you'll throw some. Behrman's B12 injector cleaner in the gas tank and maybe a cheap quarter transmission fluid just to tune it up. Um, I do that to a lot of cars. I buy Behrman's B12 at uh, five cases at a time, and I believe in it. But if you need your brake job fixed and check the front end, it sounds like it might be a tie rod or, you know, something minor. And I mean, five or 600, you can probably get by with 200 at one of my places. And I don't make okay. any money. I, I rent the building, and uh, the guy does my work. The other day, I think I had six cars down there. So, okay. uh, And if you have any questions, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Because, I mean, there's a lot of options. What are you going to replace that car with, George? Well, what I'm doing is I, re- I have another car, and I'm just, I'm just actually trying to get down to one car, you know, get rid of the insurance payment on that one, and... Have you got and, full coverage uh, or just liability? I just have liability on it. What's the other car you're driving? I'm driving a 2016 Dodge Journey. Okay. Well, I know probably, he's probably the Toyota's probably, probably a lot better, better car. And Journeys are not bad. You got you're probably a good driver, safe driver, and you take care yeah. of it. And so yeah. that'll last you the yeah. way you know you take care of it. They're not the best yeah. on the market, but they're all right. That's not. Yeah, I'm almost done paying for it. I'm almost done paying. That's for it. That's the key. The best kind gonna, of car is a paid for car. Yeah, exactly. So I was going to like take whatever I could make out of that Toyota, pay this one off, and just have one car and. Good idea. I agree with you one hundred percent. Statement, you know, right? Just kind of go down to one car right now at this point. But uh, okay, so but if I, what would I? Would that be selling it on on a, on like a private? Uh, yeah, I'll put it on way, you know? uh, marketplace. Uh, uh-huh. You know, put it on for fifty nine hundred. And if somebody wants to buy your car, and they uh-huh. need to sell their car, tell them give uh-huh. me my phone number. I'll buy their car in order for them to buy yours. And that okay. that happens every week with me. I I uh-huh. buy lots of cars helping other people to right. buy something else. So give me a call, okay. and I'd, I'd be glad to help. Okay, so you you think I can get it at least maybe at the top six thousand? Yeah, that's the top. I think it's, it's easy sell at forty five to five. Okay. Cause In I fact, that, I'd probably give four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Randy. Thank you, George. I appreciate, you. appreciate thank you. you. For, thank you for doing what you do, and thank you for taking a stand, man. We're going to win this election. I hope you know that, so. Right? I hope I've been praying the Lord to make it a landslide. No, we're going to win. We're going to no, win. I it. hope so. Okay. God bless you. Thank you, George. So God, Hello, Reuben. How you doing, Reuben? Andy, how you doing, sir? Good, and you? I am blessed. I cannot complain. I am blessed more than I should be. And we're staying, hey, we're breathing on our own. I was playing golf with a guy 72 years old, no, 78 years old. He said, Randy, and I was about 50 at the time, he said, don't you you hope you play golf as good as I do when you're 78? I said, Mr. Johnson, I just want to be breathing on my own when I'm 78. (laughs) 
I ain't going to worry about no go. golf. Even though I'm pushing that 78, I'm 71 and still play golf and tennis and all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's good. That if you're if you're doing all that, then that's good. That's oh good. yeah, you know. But praise God. That's right. Um, I heard the I heard the tail end of the conversation with this other gentleman. It kind of answered my question. Now let me tell you, I, I, I'm just uh, 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 I, I'm being a realist. I'm yes, being sir. A realist. You know, I'm, I'm being a realist. My credit is shot. Is completely shot. Okay. Um, and I've never really owned a nice car. Right. And I'm 47, and I said, Lord, look, I, just, I, I really want a nice car, but I, I'm being a realist. My my, my credit's not good. Um, I, I'm on disability. I don't get that much. I do have a vehicle that is paid for that is in my name. And it's a nice little – I have a Jeep. I have a 2006 uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. The thing that I'm concerned with, because I want to sell it and see how much I could get for it, it's a 2006 Jeep Grand Cherokee, but it has 245,000 miles on it. Is there, and, is there something you're concerned about right now with it? No, no, no. It runs great. You put, the only thing I'm need, about is my... First off, you need to do is put Behrman's B12. You can buy it at Walmart. Uh, it comes in a steel can. It's, it's white with red lettering. Put Behrman's B12 and a quarter transmission fluid in your gas tank. Give me a call on my mobile and, and tune that up. Now, do you have any money in savings right now? Not that much. That's the thing. Start making much. payments, some kind of payments, maybe a separate account, coffee can, something. Start making payments to yourself and, and get diligent i mean 50 100 200 a month start making payments like you're paying on that jeep set that cash up then you know in the near future you can have a couple of grand in that car and you can step up you need baby steps about like what dave ramsey talks about baby steps in the moving up taking care of a car making wise decision i've taken so many people in your same situation Put them in a good, solid car. Move them up to the next level. Get by on that. Keep making payments, even though it's paid for, and go keep building up till they end up with a with a good ten, twelve thousand dollar car. And it just takes diligence. It takes commitment, and you can do it. And and the Lord will give you wisdom if you ask for wisdom, and He'll give you common sense. And that's what you do. And let's take care of this Jeep. Let's make it last. And and get you set up where you got about two grand and the Jeep. The Jeep is not going to lose any value in the next year or two. And so keep it going. And, and that's what you need to do, really, Ruben. Okay. What was the name of that? Of that, that uh, Behrman's, that B-E-R-R-Y-M-A-N-S. I've been using it since 1970. It cleans injectors. It cleans your fuel pumps. Drop a quart transmission fluid. It'll lubricate everything. Um, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. I've got a Dodge Diesel that's got a million three hundred thousand miles on it. It and it on the can it says don't put it in diesels, but I've been putting it in diesels since nineteen seventy. And it cleans injectors. It saved me thousands and thousands of dollars by cleaning injectors. 
Dealerships make a lot of money on dirty injectors. They replace them, charge you a lot of money, and they're just dirty. Behrman's B12 will clean them out. It's the cheapest and the best product. I've heard of Seafoam. I've heard of all these others. But I buy Behrman's. I guarantee you, uh, I've tried to get Behrman's to sponsor me, and they, they, their rep down in Rockport don't want to talk to me. And uh, I've tried to get them to sponsor me because I buy it five cases at a time, and I use it. I use it in my lawnmower. i got a 20-year-old lawnmower that's had Behrman's B12 and a little bit of transmission fluid in it. And I, I fired it up the other day and cut around the building that I needed to cut. But tune it up and start making payments to yourself, and let's get focused and ask the Lord for wisdom. And and uh, I mean, He's changed my He changed me from a rotten, no good son of a you know to a, to a taker, from a taker to a giver. And I want to give back, and I hope I'm I'm giving in the right direction to you, you know. And and call me anytime. I love to talk to you. Love to help you. I will I will do that. Um, just one last question. Yes, sir. Um, about how long do you think uh, you, you're telling me to, to to pay myself like into a savings account? Right. About how long should I do that? You said till you get years? to two thousand. Two thousand dollars with your Jeep will put you in the next level. And then what we'll do is leave you in that car for a couple of years, make payments again to yourself. Because I mean, I've had callers call in and say, "Hey, I'm gonna buy me a new car." I got 50,000 miles on my car, and it's paid for. Well, why do you need another car then? I mean, you know, you got life left. But, of course, hello, Ron and Weston, and hello, Weston and Don Duffy and Johnny. And so why do you got to make payments? Is that the American way? Do you feel guilty that you're not making payments? Hey, let me tell you something. I'm not making payments, and I love it. Everything I got's paid for, and that's the way I want it to be. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to be in debtor's prison, you know. And so, you know, and, and you know, we're locked in, you know, I, a buddy of mine, hey, man, I got me a new Corvette. I own, his exact words, I own a new Corvette. I said, no, you don't. He said, yeah, it's right there. I said, the bank owns it, Bubba. Make, miss the a payment, you'll be it. back on your feet. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's right. the way it goes, you know. And it, and leases, you know, people think I own this car and I'm leasing it. You don't own it. Lease company owns it, and they're making that's a fortune right. on it. And they're not going to make a mistake. I, I may begin second half of the show talk about that. How thorough that! I finally talked this guy out of not leasing a new car. I mean, it was a battle, I, you know. And I and I showed him and I explained and everything else. But sometimes our desire to reward ourselves, desire to keep up with the Joneses, desire to, you know, pride getting away and selfish getting in the way, and a purchase yeah. that loses so much money. I mean, I see these eighty, ninety thousand dollar buddy of mine just bought a new Dodge truck. He got a super deal, eighty thousand dollars. But the problem is he's gonna have two hundred thousand miles on it in three years and it's gonna be worth twenty. So you like losing sixty thousand? Well it ain't what about interest? What about upkeep? What about maintenance? You know? Maintenance, yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, you know. And I've I've got Dodge Diesel, it's got a million three hundred thousand miles on it and never had the head off, never had the pan off. Got Toyota trucks that we ran to three and four hundred thousand miles. Kept the injectors clean, kept everything lubricated, changed the oil, drove it right. See, the problem is with some of these late-model cars, people don't know how to drive. They zip and zap out of traffic. I mean, I was behind a couple of young, look like young kids, 
anyway, they, we coming up the lights. I hate the 281 lights because them boys that control the lights out there need to go back to throwing papers because they're too stupid to do the lights where the traffic will flow right. But anyway, so I'm behind these people. And, I mean, we stopped for every light, and they would gun it, and they'd run up there and the next red light and slam on their brakes. And I'm thinking, that's bad on tires. That's bad on brakes. That's bad on your motor. Won't you calm down and get the flow of traffic and take it easy? But now people are too – there's no patience. I mean, I wrote down something the other day that uh, that I think is pretty cool. Uh, you know, ten things – Ten things that money can't buy. Manners. What happened to manners? Man, I'm going to tell you, my mother taught me manners, and I guess uh, the rest of the world didn't believe. Morals. What about morals? Can money buy morals? What about respect? Can money buy respect? Not really, no. Now, what about character? Can money buy character? What about common sense, trust, patience, class, integrity? And then there's love. Can money buy love, real love, real joy and peace in a person? Well, I'm going to tell you something. You look at that. You go down every one of those. I'm not sure a car dealer fits in those things except for manners because they sure don't have any morals, morals or respect. You think they got respect? Don't buy from them. They'll bad money. Yeah, I need to get that car. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry they're done. I'm going to try my best. Uh, to get it, because I need it, and I I need to put it in my new building. Uh, and integrity, they don't have it. And love, I guess nope. back to love. You know, if you love somebody, you'll tell them the truth. You'll treat them right. You won't rip them off. You won't, you know, push their button and sell them on emotions. And and there's so much more that, that's in that. But there's ten things right there, and there's probably more if I really think about it. Ten things money won't buy. And so that's the key. Uh, money won't buy what we really need to have joy and peace in this world. So thank you, uh, thank you, Ruben. And hey, any other callers? Uh, be sure and call me on my mobile, Ruben. Eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. And tell twenty people Randy Adams wants to buy your car. Your house, anything legal. I want it legal. I don't want to have to not sleep at night. I do sleep well, you know, but I don't want to have to worry about something. I don't want to have to say something or do something. I want my actions to back up my words. You know, the, the Bible says, Lord, you know, help me. I need your help. I need, you know, let my yeah. words line yes. up with my heart. And that's where I need to be. Well, God bless you. Yes, Thank you for calling. God bless you, Randy. You bet. Thank you. So we're going to talk about leases the second half. We're going to talk about titles. Oh, I've got a couple of minutes. Let me talk about that. lady called me. She said, I've got a duplicate title from an out-of-state car that's broke. I said, number one, don't go to work on it. Spend that money on one that you can't transfer. She said, well, what, how do I get a title? Well, we're working on that. I'm helping her some possibilities. But let me tell you something. Don't pay for a car if it doesn't have the real title. I mean, uh, I was buying a diesel truck from a guy that didn't transfer it. The, there's so much money laundering going on in the car business. The the country, the the government, wants to trim it out, so stop it. And so what they're doing is they're coming to my car lot and other car lots, and they look at your title, and it's got to match up with the check and the name of the title that is that you purchase unit. Because there's so many, you see a little bitty car lot in San Antonio, 
and it's got a few cars on and all of a sudden they explode in inventory all of a sudden they got two or three lots they don't happen that quick in the car business i mean i've been in the business 57 years i've seen it all i've i've witnessed it all i've witnessed the changes and you know, i'm gonna tell you something the changes have been tremendously mom and pop to billionaires owning dealerships and I'm going to tell you, it gets back to, yes, we can make money because we're not losing money on what we drive. We we can drive the fa- fancy cars, the fancy ones, and, and make money on them. And we're not going backwards like the public is. See, the public don't understand that. It's the worst investment on earth that we can make. Other than our soul, of course, you know, you got to know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And, I, hey, my guy and Eugene... Ohio that listens to my show, he got frustrated with me, said, hey, Randy, you got to quit talking about the politics and the Bible. I said, hey, turn your radio dial. He argued with me for 10 minutes. I said, hey, Bubba, the good Lord put me here. He gave me this radio program, and I'm not going to change. Turn your radio off. And it, it, my show goes on at 11 o'clock in Ohio. They're hour behind me. I got news for you. I'm not changing. Politics matters in this country. The Bible matters. I vote the Bible. I hope you vote the Bible. And let me tell you something. I feel sorry for you people that, you Democrats, that Trump's in your head. There's a bunch of little Trumps in there jacking with you and messing your mind up. Oh, poor little thing. You got offended. I got news for you. Trump's, his actions back up what he does, and I'm voting for him, and I love him. God bless you. Hey, tell 20 people to tune in to our show. Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Hey, we'll be back in four minutes. God bless you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio and surrounding areas. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Tell your friends to go there. Tell your friends, 20 people, to, I want to buy their car, their truck, their house, or whatever's legal. I mean, you know, signs. Um, me and another gentleman was talking about, and we're looking at doing a show uh, where there's, they have a lot of state sales, and we buy states, and I had an auction company for years, and we got a caller coming in. Thank you. Uh, be sure give us a call. We sure thank Ruben and George and Carlos for calling in. 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. Uh, bought a house. I'm signing up on a house uh, Monday. Uh, bought. Went and looked at a collection of cars. I need to call that gentleman back, Larry. Great guy. Went all the way down to Hallisville, past Hallisville. And so uh, I'll go wherever it takes. I mean, I and I ended up spending about an hour with Larry. Enjoyed talking to him. Uh, you know, I mean, we have so much in common. Everybody has. Everybody drives a used car. Oh, I don't. I got a brand new one. Well, I got news for you. Take it back to the dealer and ask him if it's still new and you're going to get a new price. Carlos, how are we doing this week? I missed you. I hadn't seen you or heard from you or nothing. You've lost that love and feeling. No, you hadn't. I'm just kidding. Uh, Mr. Randy, please thank you to the radio station, the listeners, and thank you to you. I hope everything in your house is much 
better every day. Thank, Thank you. you. I have a question for you, and it's a good point. Uh, well, the first question is, uh, if you buy a car and you have a truck, okay, no. If you buy, the point is, when you pay the taxes in these two units, and you put a trade in, you don't supposed to pay any more taxes over this trade in and the new one, correct? Yeah, the the one that you traded in, you've already paid tax on, so you're okay. supposed to not pay tax on that trade in. But some dealers, hey, some dealers are slick because if they figured out that you don't know that, they'll try. And I've seen even the ones that try to do it anyway. And what they do is charge you for that trade in tax, and they put that on their in their back pocket. Exactly. That was one of the questions. The other one said, this couple is all the older people, older, older couple. They bought a, a car from them. They put in his register in his name. is paid already. So next, the next week, they want to pass it to his son, and they tell him to pay again for all the taxes and pay. Yeah, that's true. No, they had to pay the taxes again to put it in his name, you know. Uh Sometimes people will get a bill of sale that's a relative of the same name or close and do it that way and get it insured. You can switch it over that way. But, no, uh, you know, uh, I had a 18 Chevrolet truck. I'm sorry, a Ford truck. I had an 18 Ford truck the other day that had four different owners. Can you imagine? Four different owners and about three years, and everybody had to pay the tax. And this was a thirty, you know, thirty thousand dollar truck. So, man, the government collects a lot of money on taxes, and they keep going. And they're working even more not to miss anybody. They're wanting you to transfer it, and you know, and and the you want it out of your name. You know, I mean, you want that vehicle. So if somebody has an accident in it, they're not the police are not calling you, saying if you drove it. Or, or the hassle. I don't want the hassle, and I don't want my customer to have the hassle. That's when I buy a car, I make sure that I write a check to the person on the title. Also, I give them a bill of sale, and and uh, and sign it where you know it's out of their name, and they call the insurance company. And if something does come arise, they've got a bill of sale that I owned it, and then I have a bill of sale who I sold it to also. So you got to protect yourself there also. But, no, if you transfer, you give that car away. So if you're deciding on buying somebody a car, make sure it's in your name, um, their name first. I had a lady that uh, was helping her son's fiancé get a vehicle, and she put it in her name, and then they had to transfer it in the other one's name. So, I mean, it's it, there's a hassle there, and it was double taxed. Now, we're not talking about much money. I, this car was I think thirty five hundred. She was just helping her get back and forth to work, but no, that's that's true. You've got to pay tax to get it in your name. The government wants all the money, so they can blow it their way and they can make laws, regulations to fit them. Not the ones they don't care what we want. They're gonna do it their way. Wow. The other question, Mister Randy, is uh, I was forgot right now. Okay, the, 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 these guys they bought a car in a new in, in, in a dealer, and it's already two months, and they don't they they only give they, already they give him two black plates, you know, to drive it. Yeah. So they don't give him the title. How long is supposed to give you when you buy the car? How long the dealers have to? Well, the state it? don't like it that way. They want you to transfer it right away. The problem we're seeing right now 
is a lot of these dealers don't have the money to pay it off. And so they drag it on, drag it on, drag it on. I'm I'm having a problem with a dealer right now. And she's went and got a job at a new car store. And uh, I've got one that's not getting paid. And it's because she swallowed the money. The problem with the dealerships are they get that money in and they go blow it. Then they can't pay off and help the customer. And so, yes, now there's ways of putting pressure on them. There's ways of collecting. There's ways of misery for them. And, uh, you know, and and they have a bond. Uh, The dealers have a bond. And if uh, they don't do something right, you can file on that bond. I have filed on several bonds, I think four in my lifetime. But I do so much business with so many people. I know what to do and how to do it. Uh, and uh, I had a, uh, a dealer buy a vehicle from me, and a guy who owned an auction uh, down in Corpus did not pay me. I had to file on that dealer's bond to collect my money. The dealer, the guy that was his floor man told me he was going to pay for it, and he never would. And, I mean, I sent the draft in three times. Three times it came back. I didn't get paid. Uh, I was blessed to realize that he had a bond. I filed on the bond, and I got my money, you know. But uh, the car business is not as easy as business used to be. Used to, I could buy 300 a month, four or five days a week. Uh, take Never worked on Saturday. I mean, you almost had to hell a pistol on me to get to work on Saturday. Now I work six days a week. I'm not going to work on the Lord's Day. And uh, six days a week. And it's not as easy, and I'm buying 150 cars a month. I mean, it was nothing to buy 300 and 400 a month years back. But business has changed. Lifestyles have changed. Prices have changed. I mean, I I remember back in the 70s that I had $20,000 to operate on now. Now it takes five, six, seven hundred thousand to operate. I mean, business overhead, and that's why I keep my overhead low way low because i can turn on a dime change market on a dime you know and there's a lot of people going on the radio now talking about buying cars but their overhead and what it costs to be on radio is tremendous i mean uh give me the vin spends a half a million a month on advertisement that's just advertising not talking about his radio shows just advertisement a half a million a month well, I got news for you. My advertisement's way it's no it doesn't even hit ten thousand a month. My advertisement runs me about two grand a month. And so but I do so many different things. I bought houses off of it, I buy cars, I buy groups of cars, I buy antique cars, I buy wreck cars. I mean, I'm a full service dealer. A lot of people are not full service dealers in the car business because they don't understand all of it. But I grew up in it. And, I, you know, I grew up handling the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, years ago, uh, we laughed. At, Terry Smith and I laughed because we've been doing business nearly 50 years together. And we talked about how everybody ran miles back. Everybody cut the miles. And, and in 74, they made it illegal. I think it was 74. But I remember a day that every Monday morning, we had guys come in, and we'd buy these cars with 90 80, 90,000 miles, and we'd cut them back to 70. And that was normal for the whole town, the whole state, the whole United States. And then those same guys that cut miles back would come back and say, hey, you know that 
at Blue Chevrolet that we cut the miles from 90 to to 70. We cut it three more times. It's down to 15,000 miles. And so that was a way of life. It was normal. So now the norm in the car business is lie, cheat, and steal from the customer, convince them that we love them, and take every available dollar. I mean, credit unions who are now trying to figure out how to take care of the customer, and they don't care. Hey, I'm going to take credit unions care less. If they do indirect lending, they don't care about you. Really? Think, think about it. Indirect lending. They loaned it to the dealer at 2%. The dealer makes 2 to 20%. And the, and the credit union and the bank don't care if their customer's buried. And even, even the banks and credit unions that are, don't do indirect lending, they don't want to sponsor my show. They don't want to take care of their customers. They don't want to take care of their employees. And they, they don't realize what a tremendous loss. And, I mean, here's these bank presidents making big money. They can afford a big loss on a new car. And half the time, the bank pays for the car. So, I mean... Why don't I want to take care of everybody? I want you to make a better decision. I want you to have common sense. I want you to fit your budget, your needs. And now they're advertising on TV. You're, we're going to. It's so easy to do business with us. We're going to take care of your needs, your concerns, your lifestyle, and your budget. Liar, liar, pants on fire. You're going to hammer everybody that walks through that door. Hey, it takes a million and a half, two million a month to open up one of these new car dealerships and the and the independent used car dealerships. And we're in a market change. The market's dropped about 2,000. We got another 1,000 coming. You don't think so? Hide and watch. And then we have December to remember. Greatest opportunity to buy a car. Don't you want to buy your, your loved one a, a car for Christmas? Do they work on your emotions? Do they work on your desires? Do they work on rewarding? And and it's a huge loss, and we gotta have new cars, and new car dealers gotta make money. But we just don't want you to. I forgot to. I forgot to hit start on my Facebook. Yeah. So anyway, uh, my question is to Randy: How many times uh, when you buy a car from the, uh, a new car store or a small dealer, how many th- how many places they are allowed to give to customer until they give you a place? Well, really just one, and it happens so much it's unbelievable, but really just one. Okay. What we can do, if the person doesn't want, you know, after two or three places, where we call, what we have to well, do? Ask the dealership why they haven't transferred it. They don't give answer to that. The Monday I go to this, we lose all people. You know, and it I might be paperwork. I mean, a lot of these dealerships, new car dealerships, the title clerks don't know the right way to do business. They don't know what they need. to. I, I have bought a bunch of units lately of people who have passed away. And so you've got to have a death certificate. You've got to have the right paperwork. And sometimes it, well, I bought, I'm waiting on a vehicle that the court needs to probate a will. The guy had a large estate. And so I haven't been able to buy his car. On his deathbed, or he wrote a, a note, I, I forgot which, but he wrote a note. This has all happened since January. He wrote a note, when I pass away, sell my car to Randy Adams. So his daughter finds the note, reads it. He even put my phone number on there for her so she'd know who to call. So he calls me, uh, the, she calls me, and they're ready to sell me their car. 
and and that's fine. I I want it, but his large estate has got a problem on getting the the probate of the will in order to get all the proper paperwork to sell. So it might be where they bought it. The the title work is not correct. Uh, I sold a Porsche into to uh, New York, and the guy I sold it to resold it. Well, it came in with an error, and we can, we're allowed in Texas to have an affidavit of fact saying the error was no intentions of false. You know, we made a mistake, and it was with the paperwork. Well, he gets it up in New York, and he can't sell the car because you can't have an error on the title. Uh, just had another guy's wife pass away, and there was an error on their on their paperwork, and we couldn't use it. Lots of times people just scribble over, and they they make a mistake, and they just do it again. Well, the state won't take that. So it might be paperwork is why they haven't transferred. You need to ask them, is it floored with the floor people? You know, I mean, that's a possibility. There's so many different possibilities, but, you know, the dealer should have, as soon as they sell it, we go to work on getting that title. Make sure. We're, we're trying to get all our titles. We want all our titles. But, you know, we we work real fast once we sell one, and we stay on top of it so we can get it transferred. A question you say, sir. Uh, I, I saw the other, other guys, he bought a, a car for a private guy. All the people, too, they're telling me right now. And but the guy passed away, and they have, the, they have a receipt to say they bought it. You can check. The wife of the guy passed away, and how he can get the title if the guy is dead already? You know, uh, they shouldn't you know, have. They probably shouldn't have bought it. I, I mean, without a title, don't buy a car. I mean, it's a hassle. It's a hassle, and a bonded title. You can get a bonded title, but if the previous owner can prove that it's still their car, you got to turn that car loose. You'll lose that car. You got two years, two full years, where that owner can come back and get the car on a, bond, a bonded title. So it's a gamble. Now, if the thing had been transferred two, three years prior, the two years are up. Okay. Okay. But if the guy is dead and he's paid already in full, they have received Well, if they don't have a title, you know, the family can try to do something, you know. Family can see if they can find it. Uh, you can't apply for a lost title, you know. That's the problem. You know, I mean, uh, but it has to be in the person's name. You know, maybe the state, if they have a will. So many people die without a will. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. How many people die without a will? And that's a mess. Uh, a friend of mine who knew he was going into heart surgery, didn't have a will. He died, and the ex-wife and the daughter had to go to war over everything, and the lawyers won on the deal. You know how this deal goes. The lawyers are the ones that always win, not not the you know the family that's uh, supposed to collect. But no, uh, you know, in that situation, that's going to be a tough deal. Tough deal. They can apply for a bonded title. Of course, the guy's passed away, and I've got a person that would help them. Hello, Phil. And I've got a person that would, would, would help them get a bonded title. So the previous person's being passed away. They're not going to come and contest it. So best way for them is get a bonded title. And I, I got Roy Thomas, my buddy. He helps get uh, 
bonded titles for people and, and knows what to do and legally how to do it. In fact, he got me a bonded title. I had a situation where the title was messed up and it was never going to be straight, and I knew the previous owner, and uh, he he couldn't straighten it up. Uh, it was a really messed up deal. And so we got it. He got me a bonded title. And so, you know, there's a lot of different possibilities. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. You know, so make sure you give me a call, and I'll be glad to help you any way that I can. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, my Facebook's all messed up today. Anyway. Uh, we got it back on online, and so now those are good questions. But just like that lady bought an out-of-state car with a duplicate title, I told her I wouldn't have bought the car. I'm sorry, and especially it needs work. I don't know if she got it from a mechanic. We didn't get quite into that conversation because I was super busy. But I got a feeling she bought it from a mechanic. He handed her an out-of-state title, uh, and it was a duplicate. It wasn't even the original title. At least when you have the original title, you have something. But still, you need it available where you can go transfer it and get it in your name legally. And so you're out riding around in somebody else's car, and that's technically what it is, even though you paid for it. So, But, uh, no, I'd call the dealership in that situation and say, where are you at? What's taking so long? Hey, I had one that had a messed up title. I sold to a guy in Blanco, Texas. He listens to my radio show. It was an 06 Dodge pickup, and it was messed up. And it took us some time to get it straightened up. It was a person who had passed away, and the dealership didn't take the proper paperwork in. Then they had difficulty rounding the people back up. So it was, you know, and it took some time. The guy kept calling me. I kept, you know, checking on it. I told him exactly what was going on on it. Finally, they got the right paperwork signed. And they sent me the title. I got it transferred and got him taken care of, you know. But a lot of dealerships don't tend to their business. We try our best. Uh, my ex-wife has been my office manager even when we were married. She stays on top of stuff, works hard, uh, and and, and it, it's a blessing in my life. So anyway, well, thank you, Carlos. In- thank you to you, sir. I really appreciate the race station. Thank you for everything. God next bless you. Next week, I, you, I want to ask you for a question next week. Uh you know, uh, if you allow me to call next week. You bet. Call any time. You, you know, know Carlos, I appreciate you. You help so Thank many you so people. You got great questions. Barry and I was talking about before the show. You got great questions that help so many people. You're probably helping, you know, 500 to 1,000 people every week because you answer the questions that they need. Hello, Kent. And and everybody needs – there's so many uh, scams going on, so many bad uh, – Cashier's checks, so many bad situations for people. You know, we talked a little bit about last week. Don't take cash and write a bill of sale for that amount and the check be bad. I mean, I've seen a bunch of that. I've seen some false and bad cashier's checks. And so it's it's all good morning, Kent. And so it's all, if the dealer is trying to swindle me into buying a car, you know, do I have a, well, I mean, it. it's, you know, here we go again. It's legal. You got to get you a lawyer. You got to know who to talk to. You got to know the laws. Uh, that was on Facebook. A question I didn't get to read all the way through it when I was trying to. 
Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Liars do take. Uh, there's a place in hell for them, I guarantee. Uh, but why has it become the norm in the car business? Why is it okay? Why is it? You know, what happened to the word being good? And so many owners, think about this, so many owners own so many dealerships, they turn it loose to the managers. And what are the managers doing? They're working on a percentage of the profit. So the manager will do anything, say anything, in order to make the most money. And that's what they knew, and that's what they got to do in order to make, and it's never enough. I mean, I, I know some dealerships around there are making two and three and four million a month besides the million and a half, two million overhead. Hello, David. And so besides the two million dollars, but the owners turn it over and say, hey, here's a percentage. Go make the money. And so if they don't make the money, they don't get the percentage. Most of them don't even are not even on a salary. They're all on percentage. And so they've got to get out and get all the money, all the profit they can in order to to make the money that they're happy with. And, of course, they got, you know, there's an F&I guy in this town that makes forty, forty-five thousand 45000 a month and lives in Dominion. Who's he make that money off of? You, the customer that walks into that dealership. There's a lot of F&I people making thirty, thirty-five thousand 35000 a month. They make it off of you. Right now, we're back to norm. You know, we got rid of the the zero interest rate, the four square where everybody's got to have the greatest deal in the world. Oh man, dealers got super rich in the in those months. And then the government sent them five million to pay their rent, utilities and employees. Hey, I I think we need to relook at this deal. I mean, it spurred the new car business up to the height. Even the used car business got a lift. Even the wholesalers got a lift. Hey I was talking to a guy that I've known 40 years in the car business yesterday. He, I said, man, it's tough to buy anything. He said, yeah, but when I get something, I can make some money. Well, that's the key because the market went up, but now it's coming down. Where is it at? Where is it going to be? Hey, we're going to – the best time, in my opinion, and I've been in this 57 years, is to buy November 15th to December 15th. Be prepared. Market's slowing down, buying and selling. Availability still tough, but this is Randy Adams. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, it, I don't care what it is. Anything legal. You may have something you want to sell. I bought a painting the other day. I don't know what it's worth, but I bought one. Uh, you know, I bought buildings. I bought houses. I mean, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, your house, uh, estate sale, or whatever. Uh, tell 20 people to go to Facebook, Randy Adams. Uh, learn to buy and sell cars.com and give me a call, 830 708 4789. That's 830 708 4789. God bless you, San Antonio. Hey, 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. Forgive everybody. Get that burden off your back. God bless you. Hey, tune in next week. I love you. Listeners.